Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. So this week we talk about drag queens. What? Drag queens. Yes, that is right. Uh, we happen to be big fans, but you know, sometimes you're wondering, should I go see a show, an individual show of a specific performer, or should I just go see drag queens in general? And my answer is always yes. Yes to all of the above. But for those who haven't gone, we give a bit, a little bit of a detail about what to expect. You know, but the big thing, besides listening what to expect and, and how to behave, because there is a protocol, you know, just have a good time and go in with an open mind. So we tell a little bit about our own experiences and, uh, you know, let you know what you should expect. So with that, here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Kimberly, and this is The To-Do List. Hello, everyone. So things are starting to slowly open up again. We're getting there. It's going to happen. And so we're thinking about things that we want to do once things get back a little bit more to normal and things that we have enjoyed in the past, perhaps, that we would like to revisit. (laughs) Yes. Now... This might be a little bit polarizing because, uh, you know, what? it may be a little bit polarizing because here's the thing. We're talking about drag queens. And what? They, this <gasps> is why, yes, this is why it might be a little bit polarizing. Drag queens? What are those? It's either people really love it, especially with RuPaul. RuPaul has brought it to the forefront for the RuPaul? last several years, really made drag queens huge. They're in like main commercials and things they're on vh1 they're on vh1 but it's not even they're they're in commercials now doing major advertising touring these some of these people are becoming millionaires off of this thanks to rupaul's drag race and the thing is if you know the history of drag race basically it kind of was something that people would do in cd bars dressed as a girl oh no it goes back even further oh no i'm not even talking about that i'm just talking modern times okay okay. so i'm not giving a whole history on it you can look that online and that would be a long episode but i'm talking modern times like even i would say even 20 30 years ago where when somebody was a drag queen and, and some of them still do start out this way be in a bar and not always the classiest bar with a bunch of drunks and you know you'd be performing or bachelorettes yeah i hear they like drag queens they don't (laughs) yeah they do but the drag queens always don't love them because they don't always behave well but that's okay but it's not okay behave well but so basically it's changed a little bit in recent years which due to rupaul it's become a little bit more like yeah a little bit more mainstream than it used to be used to be kind of like i know i've been to some that are a little bit off the beaten path you know and i've also been to the ones that the bigger tours with the rupaul girls you know so it's changed a lot so you may wonder you may go self is this something that I want to see, especially if I have no experience with drag queens? And so we're going to kind of break it down with some experiences we have. As you can tell, we're huge fans. I was waiting. I was waiting for you to give me a yes, mama. I don't even know what drag queen to say that. Or a, I can't. Okay, this is this is how I could never be a drag queen. Not that I want to be, because I'd be awful. But yeah. Here we go. Can you do yours, please? No. Please. <laughs> You're really good. No, because now I'm gonna put it on the spot. Oh, fine. Oh, she'll 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 surprise us with this. But it's what's called tongue pop. Is that what it it's is called? It is a tongue pop. Okay. And I, I like okay. Funny. I guess it's a funny story. I couldn't whistle. Like I didn't have that skill. Mm-hmm. So one time when I was a, a young child, I auditioned for a show and I, I did well. I got callbacks, this, this, and that. And I got to the end, and it was time to whistle, and I knew I couldn't do it, and I didn't. And so I knew I didn't get the part, and I cried all the way home. But by the time I got home, I could go. Yeah, he's 
So I can whistle. <laughs> My point is, and that's why I bring this up, is I taught myself how to whistle in an hour. I'd like to believe that I could teach myself to tongue pop in an hour, but I haven't been successful. Campbell's very good at it. I, and then again, whistling is a skill I can use, but tongue popping, I don't know that's a skill no, I'm no, ever going to use. Probably not. And like it's only not all drag queens do it. It's certain ones that use it and do it, and it's kind of interesting. And that's what Alyssa I love. Alyssa Edwards, I'm looking at you. The, what I love about the whole drag queen thing is that there's one for everyone. So, I mean, they all have different... Sometimes more. Sometimes more than one. But they, you know, they have different um, personalities, different talents, different things that they do. It's very diverse. It's kind of like, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but when you go to a circus, and I'm not saying you should because I'm against the animals being there, but that's a whole different episode. How are you relating circus to drag queens? In that... Everybody has a different skill. So if you're an acrobat, you know, or you may be a clown, or you may be an animal tamer. Don't be that. Don't be the animal tamer because it's awful. But I love animals. Now you're going to relate to drag queens. So what I'm saying is every drag queen does their own thing. You You know, some are more of a dancer. Some are more lip syncing with that dancing. Some tell jokes or an insult comic. So they all have different personalities. Uh, Some play instruments like uh, Thorgy. Thor, who is skilled. Who wanted a Thorchestra at one point. He does, and I hope he does it, because he's actually quite talented violinist. So these people have skills, it's just they express themselves in a way that's just fantastic. And everybody knows what drag is, but just in case you don't, it's usually a male dressing up in some sort of feminine way. Um... But there's some androgyny. Yeah, there there's some, some androgyny, androgyny to it. Absolutely. And, and more so, especially lately with the different types. And there's yeah. been a, some non-binary or yeah. trans uh, people who have become more uh, prevalent in drag. Absolutely. So it, it's, it's, it's changing. Even it now, when before it was usually seen as... Uh, I, don't, I would say the majority were usually gay males that would dress in, as as females. But there's been straight males who've done it. I've sure. I, I believe it's called. They do call it drag when a woman dresses as a man. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen females do that. Sure. Um, Something people call it male impersonation. Some people call it drag. I I'm not saying we're the authorities on this. Oh, but the purpose no. of this episode isn't being RuPaul centric. This more is things are opening up. But I actually did some research on this to see what's going on mm-hmm. in the world. There, there are some drag queens who are touring Australia. There's some who will be touring Canada. There's one who started a tour in uh, Georgia last night, actually. So there are a number of drag queens touring. And the question is, the, the, those are ones that we know, but there are varying levels, as I think where Campbell yeah. is going, is if the opportunity to go to a drag show presented itself, should it be on your to-do list, yes or no? Exactly. And I do want to point out it's a little bit more prevalent in major cities, uh, especially in New York City. There's like a plethora of drag queens here. It's kind of one of those major cities you go to to become a drag star. Different, you know, Brooklyn scene versus New York, things like that. But if you're in a major city, I guarantee that there is probably a couple drag shows. If you're in a smaller area, you probably have to drive in to see them. Um, this may be a little bit more RuPaul-centric in certain ways because it's kind of, in in a lot of ways, seen right now as the authority on it. Not saying it is because it's been around way before RuPaul. But um, it's just, it's, it's kind of making the splash right now. Has, and they're kind of well-known because it's become such a phenomenon. And I'll, I'll say this from my own perspective. I 
have I know two drag queens personally. Like I literally know them, and that's not biasing me in this this episode at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been to three drag shows that I recall that yeah. I am evaluating or speaking to yeah. when we're evaluating this episode. About how many drag shows have you been to? God, I don't even know. I, I remember at one work party, I had one come in. Uh, we're counting that one. But, oh, no, 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 no. We had some come in? No, uh, you I had, them, had come them come in. I had them come in. This is a true story here. True story. This is how I live my this life. This is much better than my listening I, story. This is this is pretty good. So I lost some like bet. We won't get into what. And I was at work, and so I was given a certain amount of money to throw a work party. What was the bet? <laughs> I just said I'm not getting into you that. You piqued my interest. But, um, that, that's for VIPs. So oh. basically I lost this bet, and so they gave me money, which really isn't a loss, and I had to throw a party for the company. It was a small company. So I basically had, I found a drag queen, and I had them come in. And just then I one? Also, just one. Oh, okay. You know, I had a certain budget, and I also brought in the Coney Island, and they do call themselves this. I'm not insulting anyone. The Coney Island Freak Show. So I had the Coney Island Freak Show, and they loved it. They're like, yeah, we'll come in because it was during their dead season because it was in the winter. So they're like, yeah, we need some money. And so we had the Coney Island Freak Show eating swords, juggling daggers, hammering stuff in their nose. Was there fire? No fire was allowed because the building was against building code. And then we had a drag queen and then liquor. It was the greatest party. So I know drag queens. I I, I like when you said, (laughs) I got a drag queen, and then I said only one, and you said, I'm on a budget. Basically implying that drag queens are expensive. They can be. But they, some, absolutely. Oh, but there's some cheap drag queens there out there. There are some cheap ones. I know ones, some cheap ones. But I, I know, like, for ones who have a name or are, are known for, you know, they're known. Not, I mean, not that this person was really known. It's a supply somebody, and demand thing. Right. You don't want somebody who's a rookie. So I wanted somebody who knew what they were doing and felt comfortable, especially considering where I worked was a lot of straight males. So I let them know I need somebody who's confident with themselves, who isn't going to get thrown off by straight males. And actually, because I didn't know how they would respond, but it was interesting because actually, which is interesting, was that most of these guys wanted a picture with this drag queen because they'd never been around it. And so they were intrigued. A few were confused. Um, but a lot of them kind of had a good time with it. They were, this is really cool because this guy was really tall. This drag queen was like six yeah. four and wearing heels. And so the men actually were really excited and had a lot of fun with this drag queen. You I just, especially did. You just triggered me. I, I've been to four drag shows now because I remember one time I was at a bar in Brooklyn and I was meeting someone, yeah. having a conversation we wanted to be in the back because we wanted to be able to talk and yeah. bars can get loud. And then a drag show started happening in front of us. And then the crowd started coming. And so I actually accidentally came upon the drag show. And I actually did get a picture with that drag queen after the fact. Heck yeah. Because I don't know why. Well, we went to that. We weren't there. They also have drag. Well, they have drag all over New York City where it's movies. And it's... Um, I did not go. No. You go and then... Um, you call her. You call her Cabbage Head. Because her I'm real name is Hedda Lettuce. Hedda Lettuce. Thank you. Which is icon in New York City. And I just, you know, I just love that she calls her Cabbage I'm Head. Kind of drunk, and so yeah. You do when you're not drunk, too, girl. Please. Yeah, maybe here and there. So I think she'd appreciate Hedda it. Hedda Lettuce is uh, like iconic. It would do like movie nights where you go and see like Mommy Dearest. And then did she do Rocky Horror Picture Show or no? I think she did, and then she makes comments during it in a microphone, and it's just hysterical. Oh, Showgirls was one of them. It, just fantastic. Yeah, I never. They went do to iconic that. movies that uh, you know a lot of the gay community love, especially like in Chelsea and things. And it's just fantastic. I, I just it, it's so much fun. And so I've done this. I've gotten into an, a shouting match, not a bad one, a good one in in another city before, where I walked in and they were doing bitchy bingo, and then they. 
I forget because I've been drinking, where she yelled at me, the drag queen, and I yelled back, and we kind of got into it. That but wasn't here at Stonewall? That happened to Stonewall, too, yeah. but this one was different. It was all in good fun. None, none of it was mean. Don't be afraid. It, it was a joke. It's all in good fun, and I'm pretty quick-witted sometimes, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not too so, far gone. So you never know what you're going to get. It's so, a lot of different experiences. So the way we got into this was I asked you how many you've attended, and you I don't even an know. Okay. Not enough. There's More than you can I count. went to. <laughs> Where it was kind of a little bit shady. If you go to the bars, like the smaller bars, just know these aren't usually great venues. These are going to be a little bit shady, like dark, so you don't see how clean it is. And I remember one, we were getting drinks, and then there was lipstick <gasps> on the rim of the person's cup, and they hadn't cleaned it. <laughs> I don't say where this is. But then, um, oh, that's right. Then there was a roach on the chair. A roach was coming up. Of course and we there were was. like, what the hell? But this is like this these these places exist. And 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 you know what? They're Did, kind of Was fun this in New York City? No, it was not. It okay, was it's good to know that it's not just New it York City. It was in New York City, no. Because no, because I feel like for a listener who is not who might have never been to New York City or is yeah. a little bit nervous, might be like, Oh my gosh, there's roaches on chairs in New York City. I'm never going to Oh there. no, it happens so it's in good, all major good cities. To know it wasn't there. Come here. You yes. you you triggered me twofold. One we are not being funded by head of lettuce no, or cabbage head. I wish know. we were. I wish no. I wish head of lettuce were funding us. Yeah. I wonder what head of lettuce is up to right now. Literally, I hope doing stuff online and keeping it going. I hope so. Keeping it going. Second thing is you triggered me. I'm now up to five because I actually remember. And this, I don't even mean this to be RuPaul centric, but yeah. literally, I had a brunch with some friends from my job. We had brunch, then we were bar hopping in the village, and we went to a place where they had a bunch of drag queens, where they listed all the drag queens yeah. who perform at this venue, yeah. and one was, I remember to this day, even before RuPaul's Drag Race, it was Bob the Drag Queen. Cause we're that reading was all, before he went on. It was, yeah. yes. Because it was all the drag queens' names, and then we get to Bob, and I'm like, Bob? Like, I laugh. Yeah, because this I remember what... you telling me about that, you went, Bob the Drag Queen, and I was <laughs> like, what? And then later on, this was after we got into RuPaul, because we got into it later, Yeah, yeah. it was like... He showed up, and we're like, Bob. And Bob. I just laugh because I'm like, I, I didn't think. Sometimes when you see stuff like that, you don't know if they're really good or if they're going to go anywhere. And well, then here yes, he is. The, we're not going to give any spoilers. And, and that's kind of why we're doing this. And, and that's kind of going to be, once we get into it, it's kind of like, oh, a, we're into it. Know what you're getting. <laughs> we're into it. We're already there. No, we're getting into I, I just keep on. I counted three in the beginning, but then I remembered the experience when I was at the bar meeting a friend, and then I remember the brunch experience where Bob the Drag Queen was on their roster, yeah. and we were drinking there, and we were about to leave because we were bar hopping, and yeah. you gotta hop when you're bar hopping, you yeah. gotta hop, yeah. and the Drag Queen started, and we just stayed. So As you should. Sometimes you don't seek out the performances. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the performances seek you out. And what I'll say in a big city like New York City, exactly. Sometimes you don't even know they're going to be there and all of a sudden there you, you are. you got a drag queen. You know, it's like I've gone into just regular bars and all of a sudden a drag queen just walks out. They're just doing the bar rounds. It's like maybe they're just grabbing a drink and I'm like, what? You it's know, just, there's drag queens everywhere. I've seen them on the subway. I've seen them I've on seen subway them. stations. I've seen them at Taco Bell. I am not drag even kidding queens, you. they're everywhere, especially in New York City. I don't count that as number six, but I remember one time after work I didn't get to eat at my job, so I was really hungry, and I couldn't wait until I got home, so I went to the Taco Bell over, I want to say it was 8th Avenue. Yeah. There's that Taco Bell in the corner, that's, they were open late. Yeah. I'm there, there were like three or four drag queens that came in, I don't know if it was before a gig or after a gig, but I think it was before, because they were done the up. celebrities you see in New York City, drag queens. They just, yeah. <laughs> that's why when you say, oh, they find you, I'm like... In so, New York City, yeah. I, well, I'm just thinking, a lot of times in New York City, you'll be like, so what's going on especially here? if you're a night creature like we are if you're out when the city's open again it's like they're creatures of the night and and so am i 
Um, and so that's when you'll see them, and it's them. amazing. Them, like like they're so the drag queens. <laughs> them, <laughs> they're like they're lurking in corners or stuff. Them, but there's different like th- places that you can see them. Like I said, different cities. If you come to New York, other major cities. So go and here's the thing: you have the RuPaul girls. But I also want to give a big shout out to the people in the smaller venues. Yes. Because that's very difficult. And they're that's not actually... getting the name status that these other people are. And they're working hard for their dollar. So go support local places. And I will say the two drag queens that I know personally, one is based in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And the other one is based in New Orleans, Louisiana. There you go. So they are not in New York City right yeah. now. One I met while he was in New York City. But, you know. Tip them. And tip them. All levels, tip them, but and don't touch them yeah, unless they invite you. Know you know what? Here's here's some rules that I do. Oh, there's rules. Oh, we're gonna go to rules because this is something I've heard from drag queens a lot. It's like, yeah, they do want some participation from the audience because they feed off the live energy. Oh but yes, don't they be do. that guy who keeps shouting the whole time oh. and, and just being because you're drunk and being disrespectful. Uh-oh. No, it's okay to shout, but it's like people who just go too far all the time. Um, the other thing is if you go into a smaller venue. Um, they have a hard time with sometimes uh, like women who are getting married, bridal, bachelorette parties, bachelorette parties, where they kind of overtake it. Just know that in a lot of venues, when you have drag queens, not always, but most of them are very gay friendly places. So you have a crowd that may be more gay, Um, uh, you know, LGBTQ, all that, you know, so be respectful if you're going in there, especially with the bachelorette party, because you don't want to overtake it. You know, you're you're visiting a little bit, so be respectful. It's, it's it, about you, but it's not about it you. It is about you, but it's not. It, it It's about them putting on a show for everybody. So if they invite you to partake, go for it. But don't get overly touchy. Don't make a fool of yourself. Also, please tip, especially in the smaller places. They make money off tips primarily. And so drag is so expensive to do the costuming and the wigs. And because of RuPaul, people have a higher expectation, I think, of looks than before <laughs> when it was okay to dress up a little bit more busted. I laugh because I have very low expectations. Well, I like no, what they call but... personality queens. So I don't know that I care so much what you're wearing. I'm sorry. I there was too. I'm going to reference it. There was one time on RuPaul's Drag Race, they ripped on Alyssa Edwards for that, that camera dress. I love that camera dress, too this day i don't care no i know but that still would be really expensive to do so what it is is a very expensive art form and it is an art form so that being said always tip because it's going to be greatly appreciated and it's a hard kind of lifestyle you're living during the nighttime, you know and and it's not always as appreciated it's also not guaranteed right it's not and a lot of people quit within the first couple years because it is so expensive and it goes as the mood the next big thing one of the things one of the drag queens that i think Kimberly knows a lot about is bianca del rio Mm -hmm. who has said i'm going to do every gig i can while i can because who knows exactly because eventually this is probably going to bust right now it is the cool thing you know and 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 for him he's doing well well part of it is his skill set and sure he, but eventually the next new thing is going to show up and this will fade away and it won't be as big as it is now but it will continue because it always has and it always will it'll just be on a smaller scale so you, a lot of them are really putting pumping stuff out while they can't putting out music or whatever or touring or films because they want to make money so we've talked about the smaller venues so is it worth it then to go see the bigger venues well and, or and, the bigger name drag queens so this is what I'm going to say, because you said shouting, don't shout, I'm guilty. And so one of the three experiences I was thinking about before this uh, recording was an experience I had going to a quote-unquote haters roast, yeah. which is 
in some circles, I guess, controversial because of the way the organization is run. Is run. Yeah. But I'm getting beyond that and not dealing with that. I'm dealing with what was presented to me as an audience member. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. And when you say don't shout, when Kimberly says don't shout at yeah. them, I was guilty as charged. And one of the performers there at the Hater Source, and I didn't know how Thorgy Thor would do when I saw her name on the roster. Yeah. But Thorgy really delivered. And this, for me, was one of the things I did shout because... She was tempted to do a joke that was inappropriate, and then a number of members in the audience were like, do it! Do it! And we basically egged on Thorgy. Yeah. And that's the kind of person I am. I'll egg you on. If you're going to do something inappropriate and ridiculous, oh, I'll egg you on. I'll egg you on. And so we egged Thorgy on to the point that she did the joke, and... I I just love the live energy. I love that we were play play like he played or she played off our energy. What I also loved about the actual experience at the haters roast was all of the queens there really did. Uh, I, I like that there was a variety. Mm-hmm. They played off each other well, and I felt there was a good sense of energy among them. And I liked the variety, and there wasn't too much resting on any one queen's shoulders. Right, and what it is, just in case people don't know, is that it's basically five or six queens that are in a group, and they basically roast each other because they know each other really well, and so they tell stories or roast each other about touring together. And it's 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 kind of you know tongue-in-cheek kind of ripping on each other sometimes it does get a little bit personal i think but for the most part All right, it's it fun. wasn't it was it was fun. no it was, it was fun. fun but i do want to point out two things with this so Kids. one of them is look if you've never been to a drag show it is 100 percent politically incorrect if you get easily offended by language or um jokes that um may not be politically correct it is not for you and i just want to say that because i think Looking around the audience, I did see some people who looked really offended by certain things. And it's like, really? why are you coming to a drag show, girl? <laughs> okay, I wasn't looking around the audience. I was looking at the stage. I was too, but I will watch And they had like, a costume change. And, yeah, but I'll look at reactions. And some people were, you know, reacting. And I'm like, what do you expect? It's a drag. And, and they look at RuPaul, but RuPaul, in a way, is, is kind of, is censored and, and made for, you know, mass media. It's there made is, to be politically, more politically correct because it's on TV. It's The FCC does not apply yeah. to live performances, first right. of all. They are Second uncensored. Of all, I'm not saying they do the same performance in every city. Yeah. But I do believe, based on our experience at the Haters Roast, that it... it First of all, the performers changed in every city they were on the tour. Yeah. They weren't necessarily so consistent. But I would say they feed off the energy of the crowd Absolutely. there that night. And I'm not saying that the New York crowd got a raunchier roast than other places, but I do. They do but, feed off. Well, yeah. and, okay, so don't get offended. Was that was there a first or second thing on that the, one? The other thing was uh, when you see certain queens on the roster, keep an open mind. Because I know when oh. I saw some of the people, I was like, oh, when I saw them on their season, I was like, uh towards them and the thing is they edit things together to show people a certain way and one of them i won't say who came across exactly as they did in their edit i won't say who but um i, I was like please go <laughs> but one of them so they they were basically what you expected yeah them to and be. i i wasn't excited to see them on the but, roster, but, but this is where the big one comes is like latrice was on one of them and i was excited latrice is, and willem Oh, so that's those two those for two camberley up to it but we're not being funded by them but no. for camberley she wanted to see them specifically. And let me tell you, they delivered. But one of them was Thorgy Thor, who originally I was lukewarm with on the season. I saw him. I was like, nah, I really don't care. And I was like, Ugh. honestly, at the end of it, he was so much fun. 
I had such a great time with him. He has the greatest energy. He works so well with the audience. He had me laughing so hard that I can honestly say that I would go see one of his shows now because of that. So, so he, he won a fan. He won a fan. So keep an open mind that sometimes with editing, the show can make people look a certain way and they do that. And honestly, they're under a lot of pressure because you're in a competition. I just, I absolutely love him. He gained a fan. I thought he was so wonderful. He, even now, I still laugh when I think about that night because of some of the things he did and how outrageous he was, which just says a lot to him as a queen, but also to keep an open mind when you go to the show. So you had said, uh, do, I, I need to pick at one of your points and uh -huh. things to show for you. When you said, don't get offended, do you need to bring up the child in the audience? That was crazy. Okay, so yeah. there was a child, I'll tell yeah. uh, our audience. At the Haters Roast, which are drag queens, there was a child brought by yeah, a parent. Like probably 11 years old. And Who brings an 11-year-old to a drag show? Well, that parent. And apparently, well, no, it did happen. One of the queens who came out actually asked the Georgie. child. <laughs> I was going to leave it. Uh, uh, no, I'm putting out a Thorgy. Okay, Thorgy. <laughs> I hope you fund us. I hope <laughs> she called out. She called out the child and said, "Where is your parent?" And then this, there was profanity. I'm, yeah, I, I don't remember the exact word, but I just remember I was like, "Oh my!" It was gosh. a big string of profanity. Was, he goes, "Who brings a, a child to a drag show?" And it was it was just the audience was in stitches because it was just like, "Oh my gosh!" And the parents looked a little uncomfortable. But it's just don't bring a kid. I, I would just do not. I, they actually gave a warning. I'm pretty sure I was the one who booked the ticket, and I thought they yes. gave the warning beforehand because they're seeing the clean version of what they're showing on TV, mm. which is cute. But drag queens aren't. But it's the same thing for with, being politically correct or like angels here. But they, rated our movies. Yes. I can go in with my parent. I know. So if I my just, parent wants me in there, I'm going in. I, I'm Please. pretty liberal with certain things. I wouldn't take a kid to No, that. but you, I will say this. When you were a child, I feel you saw a lot of movies you probably shouldn't have no, seen No, absolutely. And I stand by that. If I were a parent, I would not allow the, a kid to see what the I movies saw you saw. Okay, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that was... I got into that shouting, but... I enjoyed that. I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the variety. I thought it was fun. Uh, Kimberly and I discussed it. Part of it was we each had queens on that roster that we were interested in. But yeah. Kimberly was really... Kimberly loves herself some Latrice or Willem. Oh, and I love that. So she yeah. was like... Season four, if you have to start with RuPaul Drag's Race and you've never seen it, start with season four. Just start with season four. It's iconic. Kimberly wanted to see some Latrice Royale. <laughs> is what she wanted to see. I did, so. and Willem, who I just absolutely love. But then I just had to work in the. Yeah, because you can't be saying that. But you can look it up online. I've been. Some I've of been them censored. have offensive little names, not to me, but to some. But Alaska. I'm shocked. Yes. So if you specifically love one that you've seen and you're like, gosh, I want to go see a show of theirs because a lot of them do solo smaller shows. solo shows. Or they do smaller, like two people play off each other. Um, you can do that as well. Now, and, we did do that. And, and that's kind of what motivated this episode, actually. Mm -hmm. We brought it up. Since things are opening up, we we looked up. Bianca yeah. Del Rio is touring right now. Yep. I looked up Violet Chachki is touring right now. Yep. So a number of queens are touring right now. I saw that Trixie and Katia are starting yep. to tour in Australia this Together. summer. So it's not even an America thing. It's a worldwide yeah, thing. There are many opportunities yeah. for you to see Queens worldwide. So solo shows, is that an option? Camberley. It is an option. And there's my all-time favorite queen of all time. So oh. if we do a top She gets this crown? Do it. I, she gets I, it? Yeah, I think she does. It's Katya. Wow. A lot of people love Katya. I love Katya. I love quirky people that just own it. 
and he just owns his quirkiness and from day one i just love 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 him because he's just weird as hell so we went to go see his show um oh my gosh over a year ago obviously because with the whole pandemic but I, i had to see him i had to do it and i know you had a little bit here's the thing Yes. I don't think Katya is your favorite queen. I don't. I don't hate Katya. I. I, I was it All Stars Two? Is that what it is? Yes, he was Thank in you. All Stars Two. That rap, still one of my oh, favorite. Oh yeah, he's iconic. Please. <laughs> it's a rash, not a herpes sore. Yeah, iconic. Please. So I, I wish we were being funded by Katya. Fund us. Then again, I don't know that Katya would spend his money on us. Yeah, he has plenty. Of money. He doesn't need ours. <laughs> no, I think Katya wants more money. I, I think, think he's one of those ones who's a millionaire. He doesn't need But I think more. if she could get more money, she would. My my point in this is, is she my favorite? I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. There are things I love. I can see good and bad in any queen. But I, when I'm choosing a queen that I want to see a solo show to, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not a cheap ticket, no, first of not. all. And it's a solo show. So yeah. I feel, okay, you got to have something I'm selling. Yeah. And as Camberley had mentioned earlier, there's different kinds of queens and i don't know that i would pay a high like 50 or 100 bucks to see a look queen as they're called versus a comedy queen or Mm -hmm. i don't know that i'd pay for a dance queen and katya i consider a bit (laughs) a comedy queen i don't know that i mean quirky she's a bit bit self-deprecating so i i think that katya would not necessarily market herself as a look queen but i think her makeup skills are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Very good. Would I pay that money for a solo show? I'd really have to like that exactly. queen. And I guess I, I'd i have to sit down and think about it. But there, I do love me some Tammy Brown. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I think we could both agree Tammy Brown's not a look queen. No, either. no. So I tend to be go toward the Katya end of the spectrum and tend to like comedic queens. But... I don't know that I was passionate about going to a solo show before I went. I was going, I was trying to go in with an open mind and be like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. And part of it was we had gone to the hater, Haters Roast and had such a wonderful experience. Yeah. So we're like, you know what, let's do this. That was fun. I laughed a lot. I hope to laugh a lot again. Yeah, no, and I think that, and I think with somebody like Katya, you don't know what you're going to get. This was also um, his, her, you know, first solo show and so i think it takes a little bit of understanding who you are and how to make a show work i think there were clunky parts but i also thought there were really great parts and that were given that was katya so i wasn't disappointed in it i do feel that the bigger tours i just wish it was with a better company because there are some issues but we won't get into that with some of the tours um that you get a wider variety so uh, of queens to see what they can do and the different comedy of the different queens and personalities and seeing them interact with each other so i think for somebody going for the first couple times it may be best to go with a group one um as opposed to a solo show yeah a a solo one for me even if katya came back and did a solo show i would still see it because i am so invested in katya because i love him so much she so much that I, I would do it. But yes, I would say if you're going for the first time, go with a bigger group because if, if you don't like what you see, oh, here comes something else, you know? So you're basically drinking the Kool-Aid. Basically what I'm hearing is whatever whatever Katya dishes, you will drink. Absolutely, because I absolutely love Katya. And I don't know that I'm 
I don't know that I'm devoted. I don't tend to be that devoted in anything. Take drag out of this conversation, whether it's music or theater or movies. I don't know that there's anyone I'm such a big fan of. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to see this. There are people I'm more likely to go see. Sure. uh, And I guess that's where Camberley and I differ a bit in that, yeah. I I, love him. I, well, I also I want to acknowledge it is hard to do a one-person show. It is. You it, have to it, do the focus the whole time. And, and there were costume changes, so you need yep. to have these interludes. And normally in a multiple drag queen show, that's when you can share the stage, one yep. versus the other. Whereas on a solo show, you have to put up a video clip or if you have to do something else. Yep. Which, as an audience member, I'm like, I can watch a video clip at home is what I'm thinking in my head. Sure. But... The reality is, in a one-person show, you got to do something while I'm changing my costume because people right. expect different costumes. They, they, she's she's trying to give the audience what they want. Yeah, so. right. So I think if you're really passionate about somebody, go to the solo show. Um, but that being said, if you just want a variety, like I said, go with the group one because they play off of each other. They do different talents or whatever. It's just going to give you more variety for the same price. And I wanted to acknowledge just how difficult it was just because... I, I don't want it to seem like I'm downing Katya at all. No. I, I think it's hard for anyone to no, do this No, I agree. Show. And part of it's, it is I know everything about Katya. I watch everything he does. So I had more information about characters or things that were happening that you didn't know because you weren't as invested in his career as I am. So mm-hmm. that makes it difficult because I knew the inside jokes that you wouldn't because I am obsessed with him. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't matter. Because if I'm a listener to this podcast and I want to go see yeah. a drag show, I shouldn't have to know the in. You, you should have jokes that reach all right reach no all. i get that broad but broad part of it net. is even uh, with anything there's always going to be inside nods too you just don't want too much of it but i i still thought it was really great so uh, you know but i think it's a safer bet for somebody to go see one with a little bit more variety you know of people multiple queens yeah and the the third experience i had and you may go off a little bit more but the third experience i had was a like lip syncing show yeah so that was at a bar mm-hmm which is a venue. <laughs> it does happen. A lot of drag queens do yes. perform at bars. I'm not even talking about the ones that Most stumbled of upon them me. End up that way, yeah. And I mean, it was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had liquor. I mean, I it guess is what okay. I should say. Yeah, it was okay. I think I think part of it was a lot of these people. I I, I just wish there was more variety than just lip syncing and things like that. Right, and, and it, it, it was, was multiple. It was multiple queens, but it was a lot of lip syncing. And I, for me, I don't. I mean, on RuPaul's Drag Race, I understand it. It's a competition sure. back and forth. But if it's a group number or a solo show, I don't know. It's not that I don't intellectually understand it. It's yeah. just I don't know what the appeal is. And I'm not trying to be... It's just I don't... Part of me feels I don't get it in, in a bar setting or in a... I don't feel it translates to emotional, a visceral or an emotional response in me. When I see it, it could have just been that one because I've seen some where they mix it up, or some people do lip sync, some people come out and do like comedy stuff. Didn't Katya lip sync? Yeah, yeah, they usually do. But it didn't. I I, every time I've seen lip syncing, because even the ones I stumbled upon, it just doesn't. See, I don't mind it. Sometimes it does, and I think it's fun. I just think you need more variety. Like this one, I didn't feel like it was just lip syncing, and there was different levels of talent. So some of them were funny, and other ones I was just like, please leave. You know, yeah, and I, so it's just I want to see a little bit more broad spectrum of things coming to the stage than just lip syncing, whether it be dancing or reading the audience or like bitchy bingo is fun where a drag queen leads bingo and like calls out things, you know. But it can be. I, I think uh, on this, and we're getting into this a little bit more, is 
what if you're gonna see a drag performer what do you want to see do you want to see multiple queens do you want to see solo do you want to see lip syncing do you want to see bitchy bingo for me i tend to be more of a i like the haters roast i like the variety i like jokes i like i don't get the appeal of lip syncing a bitchy bingo i feel yeah there are jokes there but sometimes it can just get mean just for the sake of being mean mean, and and i don't and it can attack the audience just based on their appearance and stuff and i feel there's enough of that in the world so i don't necessarily i I, every time i I, i'm not drawn into that That yeah no and that's just it it depends on what you're interested in so know what you're interested in and if you go to one and you don't like that style do research and go to a different one it is a lot of fun and i just want to give respect to it because it is an art form it really is an art form it's kind of used to be more of an underground cd art form but that's an art form nonetheless and it does take a lot of skill it takes a lot of money a lot of dedication to something for most queens who will never make money off of it like a lot of them do so i totally think it's worth it i do think it's an interesting a little bit vulgar like i said see the art form but a fantastic one so for me i would recommend it and i can't wait to go all, see more. all of them bitchy bingo lip sync shows done them all. solo shows you recommend all four though <laughs> yeah it just depends on what you like for me i like variety i've enjoyed them all some a little more than others but i don't care bring me drag queens. yeah i feel i'm a little bit less of a risk taker for me I, I feel there has to be and, I, and that's why I think I like the Haters Roast or the variety shows. Ver, I mean, sorry, shows with a variety of queens because I feel my chances of getting somebody that hits my funny yeah. bone or strikes a chord with me are greater. I'm and, winding and my neck. If they don't, greater then chances. the other one goes away and then you're exactly. like, Exactly. <laughs> Let's give this one a try. I mean, in a way, you could argue the lip sync is the same thing because usually those shows don't last more than an hour. So, th- so it's not really no. that big of an investment in time. And usually there's liquor in those situations. Well, I'm so. like four or five songs in and you start, the people start getting the glassy-eyed look and they're like, is this done yet sometimes right depending on the talent level so whereas across the board it's on your to-do list i i'm a variety kind of guy and so head of lettuce may be rescinding her funding there you go but i definitely think if you're in a major city give it a try be open-minded but be prepared for a little bit of shock in there and a lot of fun and don't bring your kid you're not gonna do it are you no she, she is a great tongue pop, and I, I can't. <laughs> she, she doesn't work under pressure. On that note, live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation.